you're listening to Rumination Tuesday Law and Gospel. I'm Tom Baker. With me will be Mark Smith as we take a look at the hymn, Awake My Heart with Gladness. And it's the hymn assigned for Easter, written by Paul Gerhardt, who died in 1676. The hymn first appeared in an influential hymnal in 1647, and it was the most important German hymnal of the 17th century. It continued to be produced almost 60 years after the publisher's death. Now, German Lutheran immigrants to America brought this and other beloved hymns by Gerhardt with them. But it was England with poets such as Francis Elizabeth Cox, Richard Massey, Catherine Winkworth, and John Kelly, where a large number of Lutheran hymns were being translated. Now, the original translation originated with John Kelly, but there have been a number of changes in the English since then. Whereas early Reformation hymnody proclaimed Luther's teachings universally and objectively, being careful to employ the collective pronouns we and us, Gerhardt's hymns were more personal, using the pronouns I and me. One might consider Luther's Dear Christians, One and All Rejoice as a hymn of this type. The stanzas testify with joyful confidence to the truth of Romans 8, that following Christ our leader, we are free from sin, the power of death, and the world, and are so protected from all evil that nothing is able to separate us from God's love in Christ Jesus our Lord. Awake my heart with gladness. What's your initial response to that, Pastor Smith? It's a, it's a great hymn. I'll tell you, it's, it's all triumph and comfort. I was reading through the words again, and uh, just, just every stanza rings with the triumph of the, of the, resur- of the resurrection and our comfort in that triumph. Uh, one, one thing that strikes me a little bit funny is the German name for the melody, which is Alf, Alf, Mein Hearts. <laughs> yes. I just think that, that strikes me funny. I'll wake my heart with gladness. Alf, Alf, Mein Hearts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, there's no doubt that there have been changes in it, uh, a number of them but it still gives the ideas that Gerhardt was talking about. In fact, some people like it so much they often think of it as a dancing hymn. Yeah. You just don't yeah. you want to keep moving. Yeah, you know, it, you know it's funny because I, I know what they're talking about. If you if you look at every line, it's like uh it kind of builds. It's almost like you're it's almost like you're you're jumping or or hopping up a mountaintop. Every line well, ends that way. If you if yes. you think of the melody. 
Okay, so without further ado, it's seven verses long. We'll use, begin with verse one. Awake my heart with gladness. See what today has, is done. Now after gloom and sadness comes forth the glorious sun. My Savior there was laid where our bed must be made. When to the realms of light, our spirit wings its flight. So comes forth the glorious sun. The word sun there is spelled S-U-N. Yes. Not yeah, S-O-N. Uh, yeah, I don't, what do you think? Is that, is that sun, is that the sun of righteousness arising with healing in his wings? Or is it just, is it just uh, talking about the dawn of, of the resurrection? Well, remember, Jesus is referred to as a morning star. Yeah, the son of righteousness. Right, and therefore, what does he say? I am the light of the world. Yeah. And brings but a lot there, but, of light. But that sun is not capitalized in the, in no, the hymn. No, it, it wouldn't be because it's talking about when the sun comes up, boy, a gloomy or sad night, it starts better with the sun right. up. People just feel better. And right. therefore, Jesus is like the sun arising. Okay, that's right. That's the way I take it, too. Now, what does it mean, the Savior there was laid where our bed must be made? Well, Jesus, you know, Jesus was dead. He was truly, I mean, uh, God died on the cross. He, I mean, he gave up his life, and he was uh, laid to rest in, the, in, the, in a borrowed tomb, uh, just like we ourselves, he was resurrected, as also we will be resurrected, although we were truly dead. I, I think it also, in light of Romans 6, talking about baptism, that yeah. we too have our bed, that we're buried with Christ. Right. I agree. I agree. Absolutely right. And then you get back to when to the realms of light, our spirit wings its flight. Right. So just like Jesus is the glorious sun in the morning that wakes us up, he is the realm of light where our spirit wings its flight. Right. Really, really pretty good. Yeah, it's too bad we can't have the music because the music really supports that idea. You know what I mean? It's, 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 like you said earlier, it's, it's that dance. It's, it's like you're, you're climbing the mountain peak, and you're, and you're getting to the top, to the ultimate. I'll do stanza two. Right. The foe in triumph shouted when Christ lay in the tomb. But lo, he now is routed. His boast is turned to gloom, for Christ again is free in glorious victory. He who is strong to save has triumphed o'er the grave. So notice that stanza one says that the sun comes forth after gloom and sadness, but verse two says that the devil's boast is turned to gloom. Right. He's the one now in gloom. 
Yeah, I love that. I, I love the way that is. You know, I mean, it's uh, Walther does it also in his hymn. You know, he's risen, he's risen, Christ Jesus the Lord has the same idea as Satan and all of his cronies just rejoicing in hell over the fact that uh, Christ died on the cross. They think they've they think they've won, and. Uh, and and yet it says the the foe in triumph shouted when Christ lay in the tomb, but lo, he now is routed. His his boast is turned to gloom. He realizes he's finished, especially when Christ descended into hell and 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 showed him uh, how how washed up he was. That Apostles' Creed that descended to hell is not referring to the hell he experienced on the cross. No. But after his resurrection, where he went to hell and proclaimed victory to those unbelieving individuals who died during the time of the flood. Right. And so that's kind of good that Gerhardt puts that in. Gerhardt just really was a great theologian. Oh, he was. And, and and if I remember right, he had he had some tough times. Didn't he lose a number of his a uh, number of members of his own family during the uh 30 years war? Uh I I think I've got that right. Uh, he really I mean you, you could see the comfort that he must have derived from his own hymn. Yes. And that's why it became a favorite one with the Germans immigrating to the United States. Uh, They brought it with them. Okay, stanza three, please. Yes. This is a sight that gladdens what peace it doth impart. Now nothing ever saddens the joy within my heart. No gloom shall ever shake. No foe shall ever take the hope which God's own son in love for me has won. Uh, you are right. Um, the uh, the German uh, Gerhardt's original words very personal. You know he he uses he uses the personal pronoun. Uh, uh, you know he, the hope which God's own son in love for me has won. And, that, and that's not to the exclusion of the of the whole church, of course. But it just it makes the hymn. Uh, it makes him more personal, you know, uh, because you, you know when we, you know we're going when we're going through tough times, that seems particularly personal. We, we're not, you know, we're we're not as cognizant of of the whole church suffering, even though we know it does. But when when we're going through difficult times, it's, you know, it's what we're going through. It's it's the the angst and the difficulty that we're going through, and and that's why Gerhardt has such a personal. Uh, his hymn has such a personal feel to it. Well, remember the first words, awake my heart. My heart with gladness, N- yes. Not our heart. Right. So it is very personal. And once more, this is the third stanza that has the word gloom in it. Yeah. No gloom yeah. shall ever shake. That's right. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, think of that. You know, the the resurrection changes everything. Nothing can take that joy away from us. Uh, you know, the loss of a loved one even, you know, you think of how terrible that must be to lose a child like I think Gerhardt did. And yet no gloom will ever take uh no foe shall ever take 
the 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 hope which God's own Son and for love in, for me has won. No gloom shall ever shake. No foe shall ever take the hope which God's own Son for in love for me has won. It's 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 our our joy in the resurrection of our Lord Jesus is unshakable. Nothing will overwhelm us now. Well, how do you understand, though? Now, nothing ever saddens the joy within my heart because a lot of times even Christians are saddened or depressed and they need the the comfort of the gospel. How is that yes. possible? Well, it's like that, uh, it's like that one passage. Um, we... Um, Oh, what is that verse from? Uh, it's from uh, like the funeral. Uh, it's a funeral verse that uh, we we do not despair as others w- who have no hope. We never yes. despair that way. Others that have they have no hope of the resurrection. You know, you you could understand why death for them is the end. I mean, it's it's bitter, but uh, our our joy is never overwhelmed by that. We do not despair as others who have no hope. Yeah, we may be saddened and depressed over certain things. Sure. But what does the pastor do? He reminds us of the crucifixion and the resurrection. And that's a way of bringing comfort to us. And that's how the joy within our heart uh, never really saddens. And all things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose. I mean, everything, even death itself, works for our good. Stanza four, now hell, its prince the devil, of all their powers are shorn. Now I am safe from evil, and sin I laugh to scorn. Grim death with all its might cannot my soul affright. It is a powerless form, howe'er it rave and storm. Yes. Now, if you're talking to your children about that, they may not understand that first line of all their power are shorn. What does shorn mean? We don't use that word very often. Uh, I, I think of it as being lopped off. Their power is lopped off or, or, uh, or cu- cut off. Um, their it's their powers are shaved away from them. Yes, it's kind of like shortened. Yeah, yeah. They they can't extend the power like they were able to, and therefore we are safe from the evil. the The Bible even says that one of the purposes Jesus came was to destroy the works of the devil. Yeah, and death has lost its sting. You know, that, that's something that kids can under, understand easily. If they've ever been stung by a bee, uh, that, that you could, death is like being able to handle a bee and not worry about it. It's lost its sting. It can't, can't, can't sting you anymore. That's, that's how you explain that to them. Well, a lot of the kids, when they're young and there's a storm outside, they get frightened. And that's another thing, that last line. It is a powerless form, however it rave and storm. That's right. Because we're safe within the house of God. Absolutely. Okay, stanza five, please. Yes. 
the world against me rages, its fury I disdain, though bitter war it wages, its work is all in vain. My heart from care is free, no trouble troubles me, misfortune now is play, and night is bright as day. What that's, does that mean, misfortune now is of, play? That's kind of an interesting, uh, uh, what do you call it, irony? Misfortune. You know, we, we all have misfortune, but now we can laugh at it. We can, you know, when, when it's all over, we can look back and laugh at what we went through because now it's, it's, it's play. I mean, it's, uh, it, it's confounded. It doesn't have any final or, or long-lasting impact on us. And night is as bright as day. God, That's going back Christ to by his resurrection is, has turned our darkest night into being as, as bright as day. Because he came forth as a glorious sun. Right. So we're really uh, experiencing that in the United States right now, the world against us raging. Yeah. And it's fury we disdain simply because it is contrary to the word of God. But though it wages a bitter war, its work is all in vain. It yeah. cannot conquer the church. That's it right. It cannot overcome the church. Now, and of you, course, you, the, the news yeah. of the war over in Ukraine, of course, that's very timely for us now. Though bitter war it rages, its work is all in vain. I was thinking more of the uh, pastor in Finland, remember, uh -huh. who was yes. uh, arrested, and then the court has decided that when he spoke about what proper marriage is, as well as that woman who is a politician, that that was okay, because that is their religious belief, and the government cannot usurp religious belief. So... Those who want to say that, well, these ways of life are okay when they are not, their work is all in vain because Christ is still head of the whole world. That is right. So five or six I will do. Now I will cling forever to Christ my Savior true. My Lord will leave me never whatever he passes through. He rends death's iron chain. He breaks through sin and pain. He shatters hell's grim thrall. I follow him through all. And so a couple of the words for the kids, oh, he shatters hell's grim thrall. What's a synonym for thrall? Uh, thrall, I would think uh, hell's thrall would be hell's, uh, hell's victory, hell's rejoicing, or hell's uh, his triumph. Um, he's shattered through that. That's finished. Satan's washed up. He's, yes. His, his uh, rejoicing's turned to, to gloom. And... That's why we will cling forever to Christ, our Savior, true, or my Savior, true. Once more, the personal. My Lord 
will leave me never. Now, notice it doesn't say, my Lord will leave me never, whatever I pass through. Whatever he passes through, it says. How how do you understand that? My Lord will leave me never, whatever he passes through. In other words, uh, you know, he goes, uh, he goes, uh, well, it's like the good shepherd. He will lead me through the valley of the shadow of death. I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Uh, whatever he passes through, I go with him. He rends death's irons. Death's, I love that. I love that image. He rends death's iron chain. I think of how, remember how the, the chains just fell off of Peter when he was imprisoned. Uh, and the, and the and the the angel just let him out the the, the bonds and the and the chain just fall off of him. He rends death's iron chain. He breaks through sin and pain. He shatters hell's grim thrall. I follow him through all. Wherever he goes, I go. This is the great where, where law the head, God. Where the head goes, the body must also accompany him. Yes. This is a great law and gospel theme again, because. What it's saying is that it is Christ that's shattering hell's grim thrall, where we think that by our works we're going to be saved. That's really a grim thrall that is destroyed, and instead we follow Jesus through all rather than our own works. That's what's being said there. Right. Okay, stanza seven, please. He brings me to the portal that leads to bliss untold, whereon this rhyme immortal is found in script of gold. Who there my cross has shared finds here a crown prepared. Who there with me has died shall here be glorified. Notice again. He brings me, not he brings us, uh, a personal. And we're in this rhyme, immortal is found in script of gold. What rhyme is he talking about? The the one that follows. Yes. Who there my cross has shared, finds here a crown prepared. Who there with me has died, shall here be glorified. Um, uh, Oh, you know that... uh, well, the idea that be thou faithful unto death, and I will give unto thee the crown of life. Yes. And it's like I've often said in Olympics, Jesus runs the race, and he wins the golden crown, but then he puts it on us, who right. aren't even part of the race. And therefore, how do we share his cross? Take up the cross and follow. We share his cross. Whatever we, whatever we suffer for the sake of, of being a Christian, for the sake of our faith, yes. whatever we uh, suffer because of that is, is, the, is the Christian's cross. In fact, that's what one of the Beatitudes says, does it not? Let's see. I'm trying to Blessed think Blessed are those who are persecuted. Yes, right. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. That's right. And that's, again, another thing the church is experiencing today. Much more overseas, where Christians are actually being put to death. But here, we get the scorn and the laugh of unbelievers 
who, because they are growing up on evolution, believe that the Bible isn't at all necessary, particularly in its teachings of God's morality. And Tom, I think I I think the church is in for even more persecution as we contend with uh, the way people view marriage today, same-sex marriage, and um, and they accept uh, homosexuality as a as a perfectly acceptable alternate lifestyle. I think as as we contend for the truth and and stand up against those uh, those terrible errors, uh, I think we're going to get even more persecution. The church, we'll get more criticism, but yeah. I don't think we're going to be persecuted uh, like the Christians were, where people are going to be put to death in Lutheran congregations. Yeah, but you know they say there's more persecution going on now than ever before. In the Have world. you ever heard that? I've oh, heard yes. that. All right. Well, thanks so much for Awake My Heart with Gladness. And we're getting ready for a big Easter celebration. How many services are you having? Well, I've got Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter Sunday. That's right. So we'll know after next week why most pastors take the following week off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Happy Uh, Easter, Tom. Yeah. Thanks so much. Tomorrow we'll be talking about that. God bless you. Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your check out to Law & Gospel and mail to Law & Gospel P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri 63132 or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962. Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod.